where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the the Believers, Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we <clears throat> excuse me. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I counted a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I'm telling you, God is yet on the throne. In spite of what we're seeing, in spite of what we're hearing, amen, we are yet going forth and obeying that which God have already ordained for us to do. Those of you that are doing the right thing, amen, that's going according to, to his will and his plan. Amen. The good thing about it, in spite of we are encouraged, not discouraged, but encouraged, knowing that these days the Bible have already told us will come to pass. Amen. We thank God for the, those lives that were spared through the tornado or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> we saw how it came forth, but it didn't do what they thought it was going to do because some people was praying. Amen. And when people that are sincere praying, God will hear and answer prayer. That's one thing we do know. The scripture declared that if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. We thank you for this another day that thou hast blessed us. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to come and just do and say something according to that which you have put on our mind and heart to say to your people and to that one that have not repented and seek out, sought out your will, your way. God, I ask you to let, allow me to say something that will deal with their heart. Allow me to decrease and you increase in my life. That I may say something, that I may speak something that may cause that person to truly 
surrender all to you. I thank you. I praise you. Now, I ask you to allow me to decrease in your word, God, that you increase, that you lead and guide me in the direction that you would have me to minister to your peoples at this moment, at this time. In Jesus to Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially you. It's so good to be here in the city of Atlanta, amen, this day, amen, at the station to lift up the holy name of Jesus, amen. In spite of all the rigmarole, man, we got stuff going on uh, that I would never even imagine, yes, even imagine that we would be going through the things that we're going 2020, as I said on a couple of weeks ago, last week, week before last, I said, we're going through some stuff, and it ain't even out. This year haven't even out, uh, closed yet. We done went through some stuff that I haven't went through in my whole lifetime. And the peoples uh, I've never seen, and, and listen, listen to me, believers, I come through a racial uh, situation. When I was a kid, I grew up that they had colored water fountains and on and on. I, I, I came through those that era. And not to try to tell you I'm so old or so this, but I thank God that he had blessed me to be able to see this era that uh, since Adam came through, but it's it's it is shocking to the way that I'm seeing things now, and and have always been unjust. Now, don't get me wrong; it's always been unjust going on. But now that we have uh, a lot of cameras and phones and stuff, we can see things that we normally wouldn't see, but. Nevertheless, I think now is the time that true believers need to go into prayer. If there ever was a time that we that are saying that we are chosen and called by God, we should be that beacon of light. Yes, we should be the beacon of light. We need peoples to really cry out for righteousness. Begin to pray for those peoples that in their hearts and mind, they are messed up. Amen. Uh, and, and, and what you mean messed up, Brother Webb? Let me, let me put it like this. If I grew up eating uh, grits, I remember, uh, well, which I didn't. I didn't like grits. I liked oatmeal, but not grits. But anyway, uh, when I was about 12 or 13, I was able to go to Philadelphia and spend the summer with my cousin, my first cousin, my daddy's baby sister's son, and we was about the same age. And in the process, I went to Philadelphia, and they had what they call big homily, and they had uh, bagels. And, man, we wasn't—I didn't come from— you know, eating that stuff. That that was a different era. That was a different thing because I was in a different time. 
frame. Uh, I wasn't down south anymore. We had grits, eggs, and so on, and sausage and and bacon and all that kind of. They didn't eat that up up in uh, Philly. And I said, well, what happened to that? That this is what. And they was eating. Uh, I think it was. Uh, they would put sour cream or something cream on the bagel, and I, to me, that just wasn't eating breakfast. But what I'm saying, it was a different era. If I mean, it was the same era, but a different place. That's what I'm trying to say. So a lot of things that we have, uh, we got to understand that people growed up. Uh, some people growed up, and they told them that, hey, ain't nobody better than you, and you better than this person, and so on and so on. But it's going to take love of Christ. It's going to take the love of Christ to bring forth a change. We can't change it. It ain't going to do nothing to get worse because they grew up saying this, and we grew up saying that, and it just— it. it it's a standoff, so to speak, and it's not going to get any better, and we're drawing to the end of time anyway. So uh, we got to be careful. We don't want martial law, peoples. We really, really don't want martial law, and this is nothing but the enemy pushing us to martial law, and martial law is that they will come in your house when they want to come in, take over your Property and we, I hear the the young people saying we need to defund the police department. I don't get in politics, and I try not to do it on this broadcast. But I want you to understand, we need to pray because we. Yes, I understand some of the things that they are doing is unjust, but it's a little deeper than that. I, I understand that the enemy is on the out skirts uh, saying doing this, doing that, because they want us to get martial law. This is coming to the mark of the beast. And when you come into the mark of the beast, then I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt, our rights, we can say what we want to say, but that's it. So be very careful about what you're saying or what you're doing, uh, journeying up with the crowd. You better seek God's faith and pray that the Lord begin to uh, direct you. Amen. That's what I wanted to say on this. Now, I know I, I don't have the answer neither because we are in the last of the last days. So since I don't have the answer, I'm not coming on the air trying to produce an answer. But I do know that uh, the answer that I have is in Christ. And, and and except we that are in Christ show forth love and let us, let the world know, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm a Christ, I'm a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And being a, a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, that's what's going to stand in these last and evil days. Because they all... They all, everybody make their side look good, but it's not good. Uh, starting off with uh, uh, Romans, the 6th chapter and the 23rd 
verse. I want to start there. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ, through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death. Okay? We cannot get eternal life through any other. Now, this is Brother Ware. I believe it from the sincereness of my heart. Out of all the religion, it does not promise you eternal life. It promises you a better life. But through Christ Jesus, it's eternal life. And then I want to go in uh, one scripture that you're familiar with. In Proverbs 14, 12, it says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but in there are the ways of death. There seem right. We seem like we got the right way. I, I feel like I'm right. Somebody else feel like they're right. Somebody else feel like that this is right. I'm telling you, believers, what's going to be right is the one that show forth the the shine, the grace of God shining. If we see that I'm so righteous, people need to see Christ through me in spite of what somebody else, not James Ware, they need to see Jesus. They need to see the Messiah. They need to see Yuck. They need to see Yahweh. They need to see El, uh, 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 Emmanuel. Amen. They need to see the Most High in me. When they begin to see that, then we can do it. So my question to you today is, why should I make a change? It's time for you to make a change. That's what I'm looking at. I'm seeing the, the believers we we talking about others. We need to make a change. We talking about that person need to change, this person need to change. In the process, I believe from the sincereness of our heart that we need to make a change. You know why I say that? A lot of people is really not converted. Yes, we got some kind of feeling, and that's what the devil does. I remember, I remember listening to people, uh, and I'm sure some of you that done heard uh, go to a gospel singing back in the day, you heard people say something hit me in the top of my head, and I felt it at the sole of my feet. That wasn't scripture. I heard people say, I, I, I had a dream, and I dreamed that the devil was trying to get me, but God saved me. I, I had a dream that I went to heaven and, and all that. And that wasn't com- conversion, believers. Yes, you had some type of experience, but your experience leads you to righteousness. It should. But see, we stopped at that experience. I had a brother to tell me, well, I... I I ha- I was I had an out of body experience. Okay, I'm not knocking that. I don't know what you had. Okay, if you had an out of body experience, did it really make you have the love of God? Did it really change your life? 
did it really make you repent? You see, the problem is, and if you ask people today, when were you saved? Well, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I don't have a date. Well, guess what? You need to repent, and you need to get a date. You, you need to repent today, and you need to seek God's face. I'm telling you, just like you have a birthday in your particular age. No, you say, I don't have that. Somebody told me that. But at least they told you the time. Yes, they said you was born December the 15th. That's my birthday. That's why I use that. Uh, and I held to that. Why? Because when I went to uh, went and show ID, I went to school, I went wherever uh, I needed a passport, I had to produce that birth certificate. So guess what? My birth certificate verified that December the 15th. Now, it could have been the 16th, it could have been the 18th, it could have been the different thing, because I was born by a midwife. Now, since I was born by a midwife, then a midwife have a tendency uh, not uh, the one that back in the little town that I'm from, they was very uneducated because I realized that I wind up with two last names. And because my, my dad's name was W-E-I-R, where, and my name was W-A-R-E, where. So guess what? I wind up with two last names. Not because I was uh, could say, hold up, y'all messing my birth certificate up. Y'all messing this. No, 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 no. It wasn't about that. It was about still they had me on a date. This is the problem. You don't have a date. You don't know when you was converted. You don't know when you were saved. You don't know when you gave your life to the Lord. I'm not saying that, yeah, you didn't write it down, but you should have some kind of, uh, okay, I'll say, I'll use Brother Ware. I don't want to use nobody else. I knew that in 1976, March, I went to a little old independent Baptist church, and I know from that day, that Sunday, that was a new generation, that was a, a conversion because I repented, even though the pastor didn't know uh, the do's and the don'ts, he said, you give God your heart and give me your hand. And I did what he said on that particular time. Now, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I, from that day forward, knew that there was a transformation. I didn't do it just to say I'm repeating after the preacher. No, I knew that God had took a hold of my life, that the thing, you say, well, how did you know, Brother Ware? Well, what, what did you know? You went by feelings? No, I had an inward light that was shining outward. I didn't want to do drugs anymore. I didn't want to drink alcohol anymore. I didn't want to commit fornication. I didn't want to uh, steal and lie. And, and it was in me. It was in me. The commandments of God was put in me without me even knowing anything about it. So guess what? Of course, we went through that generation, and I went on and on 
and I scribed for perfection. I kept scribing in the areas. I kept reading my Bible because in the beginning I couldn't read my Bible. And I say, Lord, how would you save me? And I'm not able to read. And I began to cry out to God and God. Then I opened my Bible back up. God began to give me an understanding and give me the knowledge to read. And in the process, then I started going forth. So I can say my birth time was the second Sunday in March. Okay. I knew from that day forward. I knew from that day forward I was a different person. Then later on, of course, I got baptized. I know some of you deal with baptism. I, and you ask, are you say, oh, I was baptized when I was 11. I was baptized when I was 7. I was baptized when I was whatever. I didn't ask you about the baptism. The baptism was only a representative to say that I died out of sin and rose in the newness of life. If, I, if you didn't repent, if you didn't have and, and ask Christ to come into your life and had a transformation, you just went down a, a dry devil and come up a wet devil. And that devil will deceive a lot of peoples in a lot of areas. Why? Because why should you make a change? Yes. So a lot of us peoples, a lot of people, will learn religion. That's what happened. You got in the church and you learned religion. You learned how to pray uh, uh, the right prayer. You learned how to do these things. Now you say, well, brother, well, what about this? How come you saying what they did? I'm trying to let you know you have to have an experience of a new birth. If you've never been born again, if you're uh, born again, what I mean by born again, a transformation, a conversion from the flesh to the spirit, having a spirit mind. I know we can be technical where you really not buying in that spirit until the, but wait a minute. If you going on that, then it's a possibility that you need to repent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I Listen to me. I don't do certain things, and even if I do certain things that I shouldn't do, it's a conviction, and I have to pray. I have to repent. I have to seek God. I have to say, Lord, help me uh, not to get in that condition. See, the Bible don't lie when it says in in the Scripture, and uh, we sometimes overlook it. We, We say we hear it, but we don't hear it. It says, 2 Corinthians, I know you're familiar with it, but I'm going to read it just to validate what I'm saying. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Now, you know what? You know, we've got uh, that scripture. Well, I'll go to church every week, or I'll quit drinking, I'll quit smoking. Uh, that You know, we'll we, we, we come up with our own concept. But it's not good to come up with your own concept. The Bible says if you be in Christ, you become a new creation. 
and old things are passed away. Behold, all things, not a, not a few, not a, a couple, but all things become new. You got a new concept. You got a new attitude in your life. And then if you got a new attitude, then you can see how he was saying in Romans, the eighth chapter, and around the tenth verse, it says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Other words, because sin in our body, the body become dead. Other words, dead to the world. I'm not concerned about the worldly thing. I'm concerned about the godly thing, the spiritual thing. So guess what? Nobody have to tell me to read. Nobody have to tell me to pray. I have a time to read and pray. Let me let me let me finish reading that uh in uh what I was saying, Romans the eighth chapter and tenth verse. It's, it says, If any if and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. See, that's what makes the body dead when they're talking about living for Christ, but the spirit of life become of righteousness because of the fact that I got the spirit of, uh, of righteousness in me, then I have a mindset to do what? To live right, to want to please God, not to just live right in front of you. See, because guess what? You only around me for a little while. Most of the peoples we are around for a little while. But you know what? Uh, if Christ is in us, it just ain't a little while. It become a, a thing that I'm doing it to please God. How many times do you sit down and say, I'm reading my Bible, not because of the fact that I need to do this or do that. No, no, no. I'm reading my Bible because I want to know what God would say to me. In the book of Galatians, okay, Galatians, the fourth chapter, the 19th verse says this, My little children, whom I travail into birth against until Christ, he form in you. Paul said, I, 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 it, it, just like I'm going through just like a woman that's getting ready to have a baby. I'm going through with you, for you, so that you can see and do that which you should see and do. I tell you what, we're going to stop on this one. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. I want to go forth and allow you to get with me in the Word of God because I'm not trying to tell you, Brother Ware concept. I'm only trying to give you the way of righteousness. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. 
Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we are back. Amen. You can reach me at 404-355-8699. Question or comment. All right. What I'm trying to deal with today is why should I make a change? I'm saying that it should be a change in people. We missing it, believers. We think Christ is like Santa Claus or the lottery or whatever. And I'm saying we should be showing forth praises in the midst of all this that's going on. And and listen, I, I, I went through because my daughter uh, had COVID-19 as well. But guess what? It made you pray. But it should be a constantly praying before this even came. I should have been in prayer and seeking God's face before it comes. She'd been in the hospital, had been in the hospital for 22 days. Amen. And she refused to get hooked up on uh, what they call the, uh, well, um, the respirator. She was believing God, and God had blessed her. I talked to her before we came on the air, and she's about ready to get out of there. So I'm thanking God for what he's doing. But then, guess what? I spent time. I woke up at two, uh, three o'clock in the morning going into prayer. Outside of my regular prayer time, I pray before this. I pray, uh, I got prayer time uh, in the midst of all this, okay? But why does it take something for us to get it together? We should change, make a change because Christ loved us so much that he chose us away. When I read in Matthews 3 and 6, and it says this, uh, and this was, was uh, John the Baptist. He said, uh, uh, and were baptized unto him in Jordan, confessing their sin. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming, to be baptized, he said unto them, uh, O generation of viper, who have warned you to flee from the wrath of God? See, so many want to flee now because of the fact that the, the COVID-19. We're not praying because we want to be saved. We are praying because we, don't, we want this virus to go. 
And there's nothing wrong with the virus leaving, but your emphasis should put on, be put on a relationship. Anyway, John the Baptist said, you generation of viper, who have won you to flee? Who have won you? you you're doing stuff for the wrong reason. This is what he said. Why don't you do things for the right reason? Do things because God has blessed you. Do things because he has given you a mind. Do things because you have a a, a mindset to know that you want to know who Christ really is in your lifestyle, in your way of life, and how you're walking. But we done got it mixed up, believers. We doing things for the wrong reason. You know, I I I, I was lis- listening to the news thing, and they was on the sport. They said they didn't play ball, and I uh, the the other night, and my question was, why not? And they they didn't have an answer. They just say against the violence. Well, give an answer. Folks, I'm giving you an answer. Why should you change? It's because we are going in a form of godliness, and we denying the power thereof. We denying, we, 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 we had all these churches and everybody was doing these things, uh, saying we worshiping a true and living God, but Walmart stayed open, but the churches had to close. Where is our power? Where is our anointing? So these people, that's all that John the Baptist was saying. What? Who telling y'all to flee from this wrath? Other words, the, who, who done told you all? Because see, you Pharisees and Sadducees, you're not really trying to get converted. You're not really trying to do what, what the Lord would have done. You are more concerned about getting in because the people you say, Oh, you generation of Bible, who have warned you to flee from the wrath of God? Bring forth, uh, therefore, meat worthy, meat, uh, bring forth, therefore, fruit, meat of repentance. Other words, if you repent it, then bring something forth. Show your repentance. What you mean, Brother Ware? Show that you are converted. Show that you have a mindset. Show that you are following righteousness. Show that it ain't about a building. It's, it ain't about this and it ain't about that because everybody ain't going to believe the same. The Baptist going to be the Baptist. Methodist going to be the Methodist. The Pentecost going to be the Pentecost. That's fine. That because it's all a body of Christ working together. But when it comes to the word of God, be a Baptist, but stand on the word of God. Be a Pentecostal, but stand on the word of God. If you're not able to give an answer to the hope that you have within you, then there lies a problem. And so many people's got the problem. And it say, bring ye therefore fruit, Worthy of repentance. Bring forth, therefore, fruit, meat of repentance. And guess what? See, a lot of folks, here it go. The next verse, this is the way we go. He said, and think not of yourself, said, within yourself. We have Abraham as our father. And say unto us, uh, God is able to these stones to uh, raise up children unto Abraham. Hold up. Here's what they were saying. Who in the world telling you to do this? 
I'm, I want, I'm Abraham's seed. I was saved because my mama was a Baptist. My daddy was a Pentecostal. My, uh, my grandmama was a, a Methodist and so on and so on. It ain't about the church name, believers. It ain't about who you're affiliated with. It, it's about affiliating with the word of God. The word of God being manifested in your life. Hold up. Not only in your life, but going according to your life. And see, when you going, when it's, the word of God is going according to your life and, 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 and uh, people can see, wait a minute, one thing about her, she different. Yeah, she don't get in all that gossip. She don't get in all this. And she has such an anointing in her life. When people begin to see that, then you'll know that you are doing. In the book of uh, St. John, St. John, the eighth chapter and around the 31st verse, listen to this. Uh, Then said Jesus unto the Jews which believe on him. Wait a minute now. The Jews supposedly had the truth. The Jews supposedly been called out by God. The Jews supposedly know how to walk in God. But now he's saying to those Jews that believe on him. In other words, they knew that the Messiah would come to deliver because all of the prophet had spoken him before he got there. Okay, so it wasn't like it was a, 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 a surprise. If they read the scripture, say in them, you think that in what? In the scripture, you think that you have eternal life. But the scriptures are they that testify of him. Okay? So therefore, he said, now this is what Jesus said. Not James Well. He said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Oh, it don't make you no disciple because you join up with a group. If you join up with this group, do you know I, I, I said it and I still I go by this particular road, Highway 106. These got, this guy got rebel flags, at least three to four rebel flags flying high around his house with the pole. He done bought the poles and everything. And then in the midst of that, he got on both sides, I, I looked at it. One side, it said, Jesus saved. The other side said, repent or perish. Now, wait a minute. You telling me that you're sending a message with the uh, rebel flag, then you're telling me that re- repent or perish. Are you talking to me or are you just talking about certain one? You see, when we get caught up with that, that's why the Bible says, if you continue, let's go again. It says, uh, if you continue in my word, and then are ye my disciple indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You know why we are not being made free, believers? Simply because of the fact that we feel that we know better than God. Yes, that's the problem. We know better than God. Oh, you know, Lord, I, 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 I know what you say. You know, and I, this is not a brother wear commandment teaching thing, but I got to hit it. I got to go. 
and 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 the Bible let you know in the fourth chapter of first epistle of John. Fourth chapter, first epistle of John, and uh around the twentieth verse, it said, If if a man should say, I love God and hated his brother, he is a liar, for the love of God is not in him, his brother whom he has seen. Uh, how can he love God whom he has never seen? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I should have gave the number again. 404 355 I'm so used to not being here. 404 Question or comment. Now, how in the world can these people, can any people, I don't care if you got a green, black, uh, green, black uh, uh, flag, the flying, the blackness, uh, the, the, the uh, Confederate flag, how in the world can they say they love God who they never seen, but they hate the brother? We want to find out what is the problem. The problem is that they don't have God. It must be a chain. They got to make a chain. You should make a chain. You should understand that the word of God bring forth a transformation. I'm talking about not just in one group of people. It brings forth a transformation in all group of people. doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, how long you've been doing it. It will bring forth a change. Yes, and since I'm here, uh, let me just uh, go just a little bit further and uh, go back and read that 12th verse. That 12th verse says, listen. For no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and the love is perfected in us. So now guess what? I can tell you I love God all I want to and act nasty and evil and towards another race, towards another generation, towards another group of people. I'm only deceiving myself. I don't have the love of God in me. Yes, we we love and see and here's the thing. We point out this group. We'll say, well, because I'm black, the white folks don't like me. And the white folks will say, well, because we white, the black folks don't like us. And then somebody else will say, well, because we are Indian, none of y'all like us. So, you know, it goes on and on and on. But what it, it's have to start that if you loving God who you never seen, how in the world and can you say that you really got the love of God when you hated your brother? When you, uh, same way about sexes, same thing. I, I've, I've heard preachers get on the, on the, uh, uh, the radio, on the television, and they prove that, Oh, women's is this and women's is that. The men, the men's is that. No, you don't even have love. See, I, I listen to me, believers. I believe in the sincereness of my heart. The Bible says we uh, should submit ourselves one to another. 
Yes, the man is the head. He's head only in namesake. He's the one that he God put him in charge. But guess what? The one that's in head shows and be an example. And that's one thing we haven't learned, how to be an example as headship. If I got an example, I'm saying I need, well, I don't have a wife, but if I had a wife saying, I need, uh, uh, I need, uh, we both sitting down watching, uh, I'm just saying a movie. And, and all of a sudden, I feel I want something to drink. Well, why not me getting up and getting a drink and showing her? Well, the next time, she'll be willing because what I had shown forth an example. The same thing about praying. I should be the first one to say, let's get out and pray, honey. Let's get this time that we're going to have family prayer. Oh, we have moving night. We have this night. But very few families that you say we got prayer night. We got scripture night that we get into. But yet we said, I'm the head. I'm the head. I, I don't listen to the radio. Heard these brethren uh, uh, just, just go berserk, so to speak. And, and never... That they say, I'm the first to show forth love. I'm the first to pray in my house. I'm the first to seek God's faith. I'm the first to say, sweetheart, you ain't got to cook today because we uh, uh, we want to set up a fast. If you're okay with the fast, because the Bible said that you're supposed to go to your mate and consent and not demand. Consent. But because of the fact that we haven't been taught then we go in our own way. And here's where I think the problem lies. The problem lies, since I'm already in the first epistle of John, let me just drop down to the fifth chapter. And here's what it says. For whosoever believeth that Jesus is Christ is born of God. If you believe, now we know that the words don't change, y'all smart people, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm very much aware that there wasn't no J's when that time come, when, when that was written. I understand that. So it, it was I, I, I got a Bible. I got the same thing. But it's what we saying now. Uh, back in the day, we said certain words that if you said it now, it don't mean the same. Oh, listen, when a man had gay clothing back in the day, that mean the man got on a suit like I got. That's what that mean back in the day. He was dressed up with gay clothing. But now, today, if you use a man having gay clothing, that doesn't mean the same thing. That mean that man is trying to dress like a woman. And words have changed over the years. So, but the love have not. Love is still Love, okay? Whosoever believed that Jesus is Christ, and I, and I could go deeper into it, but I, my, my time ain't going to allow me, okay? Uh, whosoever is born of God, uh, everyone that is loved him is begotten love of him. Also, there is begotten of him. Here's what makes you, people see that you got the love of Christ in your heart. You showing forth the love of Christ. When they see you showing forth the love of Christ, 
believers, then it's an altogether different situation. You will, people watch you. Listen, people that ain't reading no Bible, they watching you. They are watching you. Yes, you say, well, they, they shouldn't be watching. I mean, they shouldn't be reading the Bible. Everybody doesn't read the Bible. Uh, you didn't read the Bible until you was confessing to know the Lord. Now you, a lot of us, a lot of believers, so-called believers, so-called saints, so-called uh, uh, Christians, we believe, we read the Bible on what uh, denomination or what interest that we have. In other words, when I was in Pentecostal and we talk about, uh, we read the Bible, we read the Bible on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We spent more time and we read the Bible condemning that a woman shouldn't wear this and a woman shouldn't wear that. That's when I was in the Pentecostal church. When I was in the Baptist church, we, 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 we read the Bible on love. Jesus is love. Love, 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 love. We never dealt with the wrath of God. We never dealt with how that God can promise you some things and you don't receive it because you're not being obedient to God. You can go all you want to talk about what's for me is for me. It's always been a condition, believers. You do that with your children. When your children don't act right, you was going to, Marty was going to give them some, I'm just using this, ice cream. Uh, you might going to give them a little snack, a cake, a pie or something. But because they didn't eat what you thought they should have ate, you cut it off. Wait a minute. And in that child's mind, why didn't mama or dad say that they was going to do what they do? Now, if you go back and read the children of Israel, God promised them a land that flows with milk and honey. But in the midst of them, because of the unbelief and because of the rebellion, because of the sin that was in their life, they didn't get there. The children got there. Only one that left out of the children of Israel was uh, 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 Joshua and Caleb. The rest of them, even Moses didn't go in. All right, let me go on. That's, that's another horse with a different buggy on a different day. All right, by this know ye that the love of uh, children of God. Wait a minute, let me read this again. I'm at 5, 1st Epistle of John, the 5th chapter, and the 2nd verse. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep his commandments. I, see that, brother? Well, I knew you was coming to death. I knew you was doing this. Yeah, I'm glad you knew that, and I'm glad I didn't disappoint you. You're right. How is it that people say that they love God and they say uh, they, they want to obey God, but yet we say every day is holy? No, ma'am, that ain't what the Scripture says. The Scripture says different. The Scripture says the seventh day is a holy day. Now, you should live holy every day. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You should live holy every day. But every day wasn't never called that. We did that. We put names on this. We put things on that. That ain't what happening, believers. We are not happening like that. We got to come back to what the Word of God is saying. If I come back to what the Word of God is saying, then, believers, then I can petition God. I can say, Lord, you told me in Psalm 37, if I delight myself in you, 
that, uh, uh, listen, if I delight myself in, you'll give me the desires of my heart. Now, my desires of my heart done changed before I was committing myself unto him. I was cha- I done changed. And you know why I done changed? Because I all of a sudden was worshiping God. At first, I was concerned about self being satisfied, self being glorified, self being uh, uh, all that we can be. But now I'm more concerned about God's word, God's way, God's will be manifested. There is no way, believers, and I wish I can go further, but I can't because uh, my time running out. But there is no way we can say we love God and preach against and teach against his commandment. No, ma'am. No, sir. You can't do it. If you go, what gives you the right to pull out one, two? No, the commandments don't make a person saved. No, ma'am. No, sir. I would never tell you that. But what gives you the right to reach in there and say, this one don't count, but that one do. This one does. We, if it's adultery, that one count if it's on us. If we got a wife, uh, we got a husband that's running around, I can't believe you say you love me and committed adultery and did this or they stole from you. If you stole, if they stole from you, oh, I can't believe that you stole and did this. Oh, what they're saying, those commandments mean something now. But to, to say, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy, or to say, uh, uh, thou shalt not covet, uh, those two, man, we ain't studying them. All right, I wish I can go further, but my time is out. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. And all that you're doing, deal with the heart of that one that is not converted, that they may repent of their sins and follow righteousness, not follow tradition, not follow religion, but follow righteousness. I thank you for them. I ask you to bless that one that is saved, that's scribing to obey you. Strengthen them, God, in these last and evil days that they may go forth and be a beacon of light to those that's in the darkness. Father, we thank you for them. Father, we pray for those that are on the bed of affliction. God, that they, we know that in order to have a testimony, they have to go through some type of test. And, Father, if that's their test, give them the strength, the courage to pull through and to know that truly you are the deliverer, you are the healer, because with your stripes they are healed. We thank you. We praise you. I honor you in Jesus, the Christ's name's sake. Amen and amen. Listen, Brother Well would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, feel free to call me at 404 404- Two nine three seven five five seven. I may not have the question at the time, but if you call me and ask me, I promise you, I'll get you the question. Or if you just want to hear some of the message and visit our website, we have a daily study guide on the website. You can reach us at brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would love for you to visit us. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, 
you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.